We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Araiza. Carl Black. And William Walson. Thanks, everyone. And Kjork. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Ragnar Rock actual play. I am Ryan, and I'm going to be emceeing this shindig. Uh, This is going to be session four, I believe, of our uh, Under Hollow Hills campaign. Uncle Jersbleem's, oh, sorry, the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Um, I say it's been more of a hootenanny than a shindig. uh, Fair enough, fair enough. Um... So, uh, as I said, I'm going to be emceeing. Um, why don't you guys go around and introduce your characters in reverse alphabetical order by first name. Oh, okay. So I guess that's me first then, right? That would be you. Yeah. I forgot James how alphabet names work. Yeah. I'm going to do the Nick Cage thing where he just screams the alphabet at people. <laughs> uh, I am James. I am playing Interloper. Also known as the Interloper. I was Prince something. Prince Paul. Yeah, I was Prince Paul. And uh, he... He he's the concessions guy uh, as uh, part of the he's the concessions guy at the circus. Um, I believe he's free at the moment, so he's uh, he's got sky eyes and and his hair is beautiful, and he's got blue. <laughs> and uh, he wears. Uh, oh wow! I can't read my own handwriting. I'm a great guy. James but yeah, is great at the uh, alphabet. But not at, at writing the alphabet, apparently. Just the, the abstract concept of alphabets. Yes. Uh, my job is to, uh, you know, go around and keep sell the tickets and sell the concessions and, uh, you know, make sure that the Uncle George Bleem is, uh, is pleased and sales are good, obviously. And, uh, you know, sometimes I, uh, I kill fairies for things that they have, like, you know, a pouch that can hold everything. You know, I'm a thief and a murderer. Oh, and I, I sometimes condemn people to, to tell because, you know, that's just the way things are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Better- Whoopsie doopsie. Better them than you. Yeah. Uh, I, I am... Pretending to be a prince, uh, Reginald Flat uh, Esquire uh, knows that I'm not as the only other person. Um, and Uncle Jern is my honest friend. Even they don't know what I am. I'm, I'm your honest friend, even though you're not honest with me. Hey, you uh, never asked. It, it was kind of like a thing, you know. Uh, you, you saw me 
you know, wipe that guy from existence. But you never brought it up. It was kind of like a thing. Yeah. Alright, I guess that leads to me. I'm Ed. I will be playing Uncle Jersbleem. He is the ringmaster of the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Uh, He... Did we? Did he go to a full summer last game? I don't remember. Um, I yeah, I don't remember. I think everybody. Character. I think everybody stepped towards summer at the end, or it was it was possible for everybody to step towards summer. I mean, um, I wasn't in the yeah. last game, but I think the game before that you were you, you were switching sides. The game before. Well, you you went for yeah, that. You went full winter. And then last game, because I, I went one way that way too, and then last game I think at the end we took a step back because I'm all on the left side now. Right. So I've got a shapeless felt hat, silk shoes and patterns, a pointed face with pointed ears, I'm crawling with beetles, he's pumpkin brown and he's unapproachable. Um, he's got a big yellow and black pet snake. He likes to feed things that he likes to feed people to. Uh, he carries a polished, knotted skull club with a wicked-looking little hook-shaped knife at the end. Uh, a rawhide war coat stained with old adventures and shedding wiry hairs. And um, Dahl, who's not here, finds himself constantly on my bad side, all undeserving. And I've taken an un- absolutely unaccountable liking to Prince Paul. I guess, you know, like we're birds of a feather in some way. We flock together. Alright, All right. and that leads me. I am Alex, and I am playing uh, the messenger, Reginald Splat Esquire. Uh, he is also mortal. He is a Older, portly gentleman uh, that wears garish clothes, uh, very ostentatious. He uh, is not technically part of Jersbleen Circus, but he he comes and goes, but tends to ride with the circus when he's in Fairyland. Uh, He pulls a a wagon that's made up of several connected little rooms and carts that are pulled by two peacocks of extraordinary size named Punch and Judy. Um... He wears a uh, bright sash around his waist, and on top of that is a belt made of iron, cold iron coins that the fairies let me keep. Um, as for my bindings, uh, Uncle Jersbleem used to visit me as a child. I've known them my whole life, and I could never put them off. Uh, and Prince Paul came to me for help, and it turned out to be costly for me. Whenever I see them, I must size them up. So, not a big fan of Prince Paul. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, well, I think we established that I tried stealing a, a harp or a golden goose, and I got distracted by the harp and got caught. Right, and uh, I had a cover for you or something. Yeah, it was very costly for you. You almost lost a business guy. Mm-hmm. A business guy. <laughs> Um, had some reputational issues there. Um, okay, so um, ask you guys, uh, what was your last show? Was it in Fairyland or the Mortal World or In Between Worlds? Uh, what was the occasion? And would you say it was 
a disaster, a, a hungry audience, a welcome respite, an easy show, a minefield, or what? We haven't done anything in the mortal world. Why don't we? Why don't we say we did something in the mortal world? Okay. Uh, so, so what was your last show in the mortal world then? Um, Timmy Granger's birthday party. How His old is Timmy? Seven. Ed, did you say his bar mitzvah? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I like that. So little Timmy became a man. Um, Timmy Granger's bar mitzvah. And and would you say it was, uh, how would you describe the show? I would say mediocre. So, uh, he became a man and he was at the circus. Um, so his was parents, the... his parents thought it would be really cool, but him and his friends thought it was lame. <laughs> I think there's probably also a miscommunication between uh, fairy world and the mortal world for a ceremony for becoming a man. Like, uh, I tried to ex- I tried to explain it the best I could, but it just didn't uh, didn't didn't carry over correctly. <laughs> Uh oh, someone's buzzing. That was me, sorry. My phone I figured it was. My phone is plugged in, but the the um the attachment isn't great, the uh the connection isn't great. So if I move too much the phone disconnects and then reconnects. Ah. Wow, great story. Cool story, bro. It's out of the end. Well, uh, my phone is plugged in, and uh, the connection isn't that great, you know, where the, the phone connects to the, the charger. So if I move too much, mm-hmm. it it uh, disconnects and then reconnects. That was even better the you know, second the f- time. Yeah, the first time I was really dismissive, but I, I got into it that second time. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. I feel Same like here. I more detail the second time. I felt like I was there watching your phone disconnect and reconnect. Yeah. You definitely put a little more emotion into it, to the reading. I felt it more the second time. Um, all right. Uh, so what are you, what's your plan for the next show after this one? Is it in fairyland or the mortal world? And what is the occasion? Do we want to stay in the mortal world? Sure. Yeah. We, we need to leave on a, on a high note. That was like a, a mid to low note on that last one. We we can't just we can't leave like that. We we got to leave with you know a a big boom. All right. Um. So, uh, your next show is in the mortal world. Um. Where is it, and what's the occasion? Mm. It could have been in Gelderland, but my my father was really busy, and he's not ready to accept me back yet. So we we can't go there. Right. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It's, uh, um, it's supposed to be. They they say in the in the book that you should pick some place like an actual location that someone actually knows that's within a day's drive of where you all live. Oh, well, that it, would give us New York the, City. Yeah, that's yeah. their recommendation. Is is it in the real world? Um, like, yeah, I mean, like a modern world. I mean, I mean, like today's world, or is it like 
you know, back in the day type of thing. Like I, I, I don't remember what we'd established what the time period was for the for the real world. Yeah, I think we've established that it's uh, it's it's current, it's modern. Uh, I don't know if we've, it's come into play yet or or affected the game at all. But um, the first thing that popped into my mind was doing it in front of the Chicago Bean, <laughs> the Cloud Gate. Yeah, Kanye okay. is uh, throwing a party to get over his divorce. Who is? Kanye West. Kanye. Oh, God. To get over or celebrate? Yes. <laughs> Is Kanye West celebrating at the cl- at the Cloud Gate? In Chicago? Uh, I, I mean, I guess so. If you guys say he is. I, I don't... I, I honestly didn't even know that there... I heard rumor about a divorce, but I didn't think it was real. Yeah, he, he and... Uh... Kim are getting divorced. She filed for divorce. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about celebrities like that. I just care about what movies they're in. Their personal lives, I could give two shits about. All right, so do we want to do this Kanye thing? That was just an idea. <laughs> oh, no, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the idea that we're performing for Kanye, who's insane. So we're performing for Kanye in front of the Cloud Gate in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Cool. I would not want to be the GM at this time because he has to play <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that myself. I don't know if I have a big enough ego for that, but I mean, you could put the kibosh on it. We could, we could be someone else, and we could be, we could play for someone else. I, mean, I like the idea of the cloud gate, but I'm not. I'm not married to it. If anyone else has a different idea, I don't. I I know Cirque du Soleil performs at like Randall's Island. So I mean, if we were to do Randall's, but I, it's not a big event. But I, I would. I'd like the idea of Uncle Jerry William going to announce the circus, and then Kanye just like, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt right now, yeah. but you know. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> But what the Ringling Brothers are the best circus. What if what if we performed in a prison? Um, if uh, we were slated to perform a, a special event at Rikers, I, I like that. For, idea. for okay. it's it's the warden's birthday. <laughs> They're inviting a circus for the prisoners. Yes. The, the magnanimous it's, warden is inviting a circus. For it's his fiftieth birthday, Ryan. It's the big five zero. Yep. Everyone knows for the fiftieth birthday you get your prisoners a circus. I mean, if you don't, Allie's going to be real disappointed, Ryan. Uh-huh. Right. All right. Um, so we're performing, you guys are planning to perform for the warden's 50th birthday at Rikers Island, uh, for the prisoners. We're opening for Kanye West. <laughs> God damn it, Ed. Um, all right. Uh, so the, um, the last show that you guys had was a bit of a letdown, uh, Timmy, t- all of Timmy's friends were were right little assholes. 
and uh, the the DJ that his that his grandma hired was was ragging on Uncle Jersbleem really terribly. Um, he insulted me, and I died. <laughs> uh it, it it was a it was a bit of a fiasco. Uh the the DJ ended up cursed for a year and a day. Um Uncle Jersbleem is currently dead. Um and you guys realized that um you were late for your engagement. Uh you know, you you spent so much time um you know having a funeral for Uncle Jay. Um, that, um, you, you almost missed your engagement, uh, for the Goblin King at the nearly, nearly festival. Um, so as quick as you could, you loaded up your wagons, uh, and you set off back for the fairy world. Um, when you arrive at the site of the nearly, yearly festival, um, you know, fresh from how, how do you how do you uh, get back from the mortal world to to fairyland? Wait, why are we getting back to fairyland? I thought we were going to Rikers. Right, but that's the show after this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So last time when I asked you guys uh, where you were performing next, you told me the nearly yearly festival in Fairyland for the Goblin King. So that's what I planned. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, no, never mind. Sorry. So next game is going to be the Rikers game? Yeah, so next game will be the Rikers game. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the, that's the show after after this current one. Right, okay. By the way, I've started keeping a list of the random stuff that I have in my cart and my coat. It's nice. a mix of incredibly magical artifacts and useless junk. Anyway, continue. Naturally. Um, so, so how do you guys, how, how does the transition between mortal realm and fairyland work for you? Uh, can it be a handful of people on a leaky boat? Did you just Trying say, to save the world? Did you say a handful of peepee on a naked boat, on a, on a leaky boat? <laughs> That's what I heard, too. I said people, but okay. Oh, I heard peepee. <laughs> I heard peepee. It's Princess of Peepee. I mean, I don't know why you're quoting Mortal Kombat right now, James, but okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like like as a good transition scene would be the same things. Like we, we're on a boat. It's like raiding. Somebody's standing at the head of the boat saying, welcome. And then like, you know, clouds and a dragon. Then we're in the future world. And then they throw a handful of peepee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate that part of it. It's called the golden sprinkler. <laughs> Uh, I could build us a bridge if we don't want to get pissed on. <laughs> well, I was going to say I, I do. I do like the image of um, you know all of the wagons loaded onto a, a, a ship um, on a on a stormy sea. Um, usually, when you make the transition from um, one realm to the other, uh, the storm abates and subsides. But this time, when you find yourselves in Fairyland, uh, on the on the uh, Arcadia side of things, um, the the storm intensifies. Uh, there there are just uh, gusts of wind and um, 
just just absolute gouts of rain. Um, the 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 ship is is actually more like uh, tossed aground. Uh, there, there is, there is a, a small harbor where you guys were supposed to put in, um, but the, but the ship just kind of slams into the shore and gets lodged in the mud, um, throwing you all off your feet. Um, it's, it's one of those situations where, um, the, the, uh, Something, something like pops open a hatchway. A hatchway pops open, and water just starts spilling in. Um, it is, it is wet and disgusting and terrible. Um, so let me see. Ah, uh, God, Reginald, is it normally like this? Doing when you transition between worlds. Oh, no, boy. I usually make my own path, but I wanted to respect your wishes on how to travel. So I have to, I have to size Jay my character sheet. The first okay. time I see them, I must size them up. So go ahead and so make your move. I roll plus make two. Play. Make the play. Hen. A big fat hen. Uh, on a hit. Ask them any question. Oh, ask them questions they must answer honestly. These are things that you realize about them from just a quick look. You need not speak or interact in any way. On a 10 plus hit, ask them two questions. Hmm. So, Prince Paul, where are you confident and where are you uncertain? That's, uh, okay. Is that like a, you could just come up with something, or is that like, is there like a specific thing in my character that I have to tell him? Um, he asked you the question, it's up to you how you answer it. Okay, but it, uh, on a 10, I can't lie, so I guess, right. uh, you, you, you to, must answer honestly. You have to answer him honestly, you know, from, you know, your characters, from what you know about them, and not necessarily from uh, Prince Paul's point of view, but. All right. Uh, you know, I'm fairly confident in my ability to get things from people without them realizing to, it. To what? You cut out a bit. Uh, to get things uh, from people, you said? Yeah, to, uh, you know, uh, obtain uh, items from people without them knowing that I'm obtaining their items. I'm fairly okay. confident in that. Um not so much on the uh, not getting stabbed part if caught. Okay. And what do you intend to do? Uh, well, there's a lot of interesting stuff in fairy world that can help a man like me in the mortal realm. Uh, so uh, my, my intentions aren't noble, but... Uh, I do want to be a good thief without actually hurting anybody. Okay. Um, okay, so it's... Oh, do not get storms like this in Gelderland, boy! Well, I'm sorry, I missed some of that. This, this back of character. Oh, okay. 
Uh, that, that's just because of, of the binding I have with you. But um, So when you were asking about the storm, I say, oh, do you not get storms like this in Gelderland? Uh, uh, well, you know how Gelderland is. Uh, you know, it's it's usually, we're a mining community, so, you know, it's we, we most spend of our times in caves. We don't really see too much hmm. of, of, of the outside. <laughs> yes. As, as you as you as you are aware, I'm sure you I'm sure you visited Gelderlands on a few occasions in your travels. Oh yes, many times, many times. The king and queen there are quite amenable to guests. Yes, yes, uh, very nice to guests. I say, Jasbleem, perhaps we should uh, bring the circus to Gelderland one day. I'm dead. I thought we I thought we resurrected him. Um, he's still dead. No, he's still dead. Yeah, you had a few. Oh, oh. still dead. Right. Oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot you're dead. Uh, <clears throat> you can you can point out that you're still dead in character if you like. I thought he did. That's, <laughs> I... Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, maybe maybe we should uh, work on getting him back to not being dead. Yes. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps all of Fairyland weeps at the passing of the Great Jersbleem. A sadder day has not... This storm is the result of his death, of how sad Uncle Jersbleem's death is. Mm, it's a bit too much. You're laying it on a little thick. Can I make a suggestion? One of you goes, Dahl isn't here. <laughs> Dahl herself was so become with grief, she threw herself into a wagon and hasn't been seen for days. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Val? Oh. Yes, she's she's not here. You know, part of the reason I went into that coffin was to get that voice out of my head. Yes, you uh you did said to say something about her chattering. All right, all right. I guess I could, I guess I could come back. It's a miracle! Oh, thank the heavens. And the many gods. But if this next show goes like that last show, I'm dying for a long time. Well, understandable, but uh, you, you have to forgive the children of the mortal realm. They, they don't understand the, 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 the spectacle that was, out, that was put before them, that uh, the circus from Fairyland came to, to bedazzle them. They... They're simple creatures. But did they have to make such rude gestures? Oh no, that uh they were they they were assholes too. One of them tried to light doll on fire. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I don't think Jersplin was complaining about that one. <laughs> um so about this time, uh the Helpers of the circus have uh, gotten the gangway um, down over the side of the ship, uh, and and the wagons are starting to come up out of the hole and down into the mud. Um, a uh, a small uh, wisp of light that that you all recognize as a, a, a pixie um, is is flitting around uh, asking. Um, looking around, trying to find, uh, someone eventually points in, in your direction, uncle, 
and you are suddenly confronted by a uh, very tiny, um, very brightly glowing um, pixie uh, who who is fluttering their wings in your face. Um, and she, excuse me, they um, they just you know shout at you at the top of their voice. Um, are you Uncle Jersbeam? That's me. Your performers are late. Wait, who's that? Uh, my name is my name is Dapple. Uh, I, I'm I'm one of the event organizers. This is a disaster. What's the problem? Well, for one thing, look at the weather. This not is no exactly, not exactly paradise. No, this is this is no kind of weather for the king's nearly yearly festival. Oh, the nearly yearly festival. We're late. Why are we late? What happened? You died. Ah. And there was well, a storm. Was well, oh, you I couldn't help. You you died. My condolences. Thank you. Now, now listen. Um, we we did have an area all set where where you can uh, prepare your prepare your show, um, but it's but it's a foot underwater. That's um, all right. So something's going to have to I'm be sure done about that. It isn't right. our I'm first sure. underwater show. This this isn't the first time we've had to go underwater. I'm sure there's something that we could rustle up to keep us alive, keep us from drowning. Well, I I, I doubt you'd have much of a problem. I I might. It's it's only a foot of water. Oh, but, they say you could drown in even a teaspoon of water if you forgot to swallow it. Yes, I lost a cousin that way. Tragic. Oh. Dreadful, sir. Dreadful way to go. Anyway, the the king the king is furious. the The merrymakers, well, they're they're having a great deal of trouble making mirth to begin with. Uh, I I must I must warn you though, the king has forbidden all complaints. All plates. Complaints. <laughs> oh. Well, there goes our plate spinning act. <laughs> that, that's gone out the window. No, no, no. Flatware, flatware is very much encouraged. That's good. To, that's good to know. The plate spinners are back on. As for the complaints, well, you would never hear them come from my lips. Well, see maybe that we from, don't. Maybe from Doll's lips, but thankfully she's not here. You hear that, boys? I got no complaints, sir. Neither do I. Uh, see that it stays that way. Uh, anyway, uh, f- follow me. I'll I'll show you to the performance space. He takes the bag from his pipe and follows him. Follows okay. her. Them. 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 Um. So the nearly yearly festival is uh, quite the sight. Um, 
there there are uh, merrymakers and and fair goers everywhere uh huddled under overhangs uh the the stalls of the market uh everything seems to be either tied down or nailed down uh or or is just like flee- freely blowing uh in the in the gusts of wind um the um the rain is is just absolutely uh, pouring down uh you're you're outside for what seems like barely an instant and you're you're sodden to the bone um, the um let's see what else do I have written um you you do pass by uh the a uh, troop of uh, fruit seller goblins who you met last time at the bridge. Um, what was his name? Uh, Danny Broken Teeth. Mr. Broken Teeth. Ah, Uncle. Wonderful to see you. How wonderful to see you. It looks like. Hey, is your character's first name Uncle? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know. I didn't realize that. Okay. Continue. Sorry. It looks like you made it. Uh, well, barely. Uh, we're we were hoping to uh, to sell our our fruit, our pears, but it doesn't seem like the crowd is is eager to buy. Hmm. That's. A shame. Yes, they were quite delicious. Uh, we we still we still have plenty of stock. If you're if oh, you're interested, no, I I I couldn't. I'm terribly full already. But thank you. If you maybe if you have after, any... sorry, go ahead. Maybe after the performance. I never uh, eat before I I go on. Oh, of course, of course. Um, at that point, um, Danny Broken Teeth's wagon uh, starts uh, rolling away in in the wind, and you see, you now see that uh, his entire uh, staff of fruit sellers, uh, in their in their you know formally neat uniforms and aprons, are uh, bracing in the mud against uh, the wagon uh, on the other side, uh, keeping it in place. And when the wind changes directions, they all run around the wagon to the other side and brace against it the other way. So they're they're keeping themselves uh, busy with this. And in shape. Well, I'll let you get back to it. It looks like you have a lot to handle. Oh, yes. Uh, back-breaking work. Terrible, terrible thing. It's good. To- uh, so, Ryan, I have, I have a question. Sure. Uh, I had minus one forward for my next role that involved like talking and persuading from the last game. Do I still have that? Um, has it come up yet? Uh, no. Then, then yes. Okay, I don't know if it went away between games. Okay. That was because you gave me some of your breath. Oh no, I gave. I used it for the the flute that I made the spider. Right. To uh, to call the birds to her. Yep. I also have a wish that I can get. 
have to think about my wish still. All right, continue. Um, so the uh, the pixie uh, flies over to uh, an, an open field uh, that is that is sort of a, a well, it looks it looks practically marshy now. Like I said, the um, the performance area is under about a foot, a foot and a half of water. Um, you you take a step into it, uh, and and you just like sink almost to the shins. Um, and and when you try to walk through it, you you get some resistance, uh, like the like the mud underneath the water is trying to take your boots with it. I feel like this is okay for a goblin. I feel like he's kind of at home. Well, it is uh, moist. Ah, yes it is. Uh, I say, I do have an idea that might give us a bit of a leg up on the other performers. I'm there, there, uh, there is a slight chance I could uh, abate the storm for us. That would certainly give us a leg up. Well, I could, uh, I could give it a try. Um, so, right, because I can manifest the fantastic. Uh, so, so when the pixie leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you manifest the fantastic, name your vision and roll. So my vision is, uh, there's a break in the clouds that casts like warm, warm sunlight, like a spotlight of warm sunlight right on our section. Okay. And, and only our section and that'll stay there. So like our section is nice and sunny. And the storm is still raging everywhere else. Sure. That's, that's my vision. Manifest the fantastic. I got a plus two on that. So let's let's, uh, let's see if Fairyland agrees with your vision. Yes, it does. I got a twelve. Uh, on a ten plus hit, it's real, really here, or you are really it, made real by that distinctive human creativity that fairies lack and deprave. Um, so, so can I say that uh, the, the way the way it works for me is uh, so uh, Reginald wa- walks walks the perimeter of the you know their their little performance area uh, and is like you know holding up his thumb and like taking measurements and. And like trying to figure, you know, figure out the size and shape of it, and then he, uh, like he looks, he looks up at the storm, and like you know, he's holding his thumb up and you know, doing doing a similar thing, and he uh, reaches into reaches into his uh, his coat uh, and pulls out a pair of like gleaming silver scissors, and like with with one eye closed, he squints and like sticks his tongue out and bites it, and reaches up and like grabs the clouds. And pulls a little bit down, and then snips it off with the scissors. Uh, and so, when the the clouds bounce back, and now there's just a little hole in the storm where sunlight is bouncing through, not bouncing, but pouring through. 
All right, sure. Uh, the sunlight spills over the field where you guys are to perform. Uh, the the rain and wind seems to still uh, in in the beam of sunlight, um, and and the mud even dries up a little bit. Um, when you when you pulled down the clouds and and gave them a little uh, snip, Reginald, uh, you you thought you heard uh, a, a displeased murmur of thunder, um, but. <laughs> You know, not, nothing. Nothing really came of it. Um, the uh, the clouds the clouds bounce back. Uh, so, something weird, though. Um, you look in your hand after after performing that action, and mm-hmm. where you where you had grabbed the clouds, uh, you now have uh, a lock of um, bluish silvery hair. Oh, okay. We'll make note of that. Ah, there we go. I dare say that's a sight better. What do you think, Jersbeam? The weather is beautiful. And the area where we're to perform, it, it's, it's so enchanting. I can't imagine that people wouldn't flock a tent. For, if not for safety, then, you know, to at least be dry. Um, yeah, speaking of that, people people are starting to make their way to the one sunny spot in the entire uh, in the entire uh, festival. Um, we should start setting up our tents now. We better put together one hell of a show. Well, I'm sure we'll come up with a spectacular um, performance. Um, you, you guys see that, uh, the, the fair goers, the merrymakers who were all, uh, previously huddled under the overhangs and in, in the stalls, uh, are now making their way into the dry area the, or the dryish area, um, of the, of the field that is now in sunlight. Um, you see, <laughs> you see the, um, the, uh, the carnival ride operators. Uh, there, there is a there is a small carnival. There's a Ferris wheel, um, and you know some some like portable carnival rides set up. Um, and the uh, merchants uh, in in the market stalls uh, are all sort of uh, they they I must sort avoid of, the Twinkie cart. They they <laughs> grumble they grumble to themselves, but then are uh, are. Uh, quit to you know catch themselves and and stay their complaints before before it gets them into trouble. Um, one one merchant is is not so careful uh, and and he waddles up to you, um, Reginald, and uh, and starts you know tugging at your coat. What what's the big idea? Luring away all the customers like that? That's 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 completely not fair. Oh, well, if, uh, if if you if you feel so inclined, why don't you just remove the storm from above your tent? <sighs> he 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 looks up and and he he tries to like jump up in the air and and you know shoo the clouds away. I'm oh, so- a 
We're not really selling anything at the moment to be stealing your customers. They're just here for the warmth. We haven't started our performance yet. However, Paul, this might be a good opportunity to break out the concessions. That it might be. Um, I like nudging in the ribs. Yes, yes. uh, I will grab my cart right away. And I uh, grab my cart. Who wants a wish sandwich? Wish sandwiches. You might not be selling anything, but I am. And I can't sell to people from my wagon over there who are all over here enjoying the fine sunshine. What is it you're selling over there, my good sir? (laughs) Wheels. Wheels? Well... Well, uh, to be quite honest, uh, were you were you doing good business before the the sun showed? To be quite honest with you, no, I have sold one wheel all day. Hmm. Perhaps the problem might lie in your choice of merchandise rather than the location of your of your store. Not many people come to fairs to purchase wheels. Excuse me, do, do I do I come over to you and, and try to tell you your business and your trade? Yes, want- yes, you came over here and started criticizing our decision to put up sunlight above our above our location. This is exactly what you did, sir. Well, I'll have I'll have you know that the wheels practically fly off the shelves. I find that hard to believe. You said you sold one all day. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, of course. Uh, look, perhaps uh, I'm going to... Uh... Hey, guard, this guy's complaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do you do you say that? No, no. I mean, it, if, if things start getting out of hand, maybe. But as of right now, I'm, I'm just... This is just too. This I, is cool. I'll, I will say, my good sir, you wouldn't be complaining, would you? Uh, when when you say that, uh, he he kind of gets like a, a little shocked and and frightened, but then he shakes it off. No, of course not. I'm I'm merely offering an observation about your predatory business practices. Well, we thank you for your your observation. I I turn and walk away from him towards Jared's believe and say, oh, "Well done, old friend." If you have no other observations, we do need to get back to setting up. So uh, he turns to go, and by the look that he gives you, Reginald, you can you can tell that you've insulted him. Uh, so how do you want to play this? Um. Uh, well, so what happens when fairies get insulted again? Let me see. I mean, I think it's fairy law that they have the right to answer it. I yeah, guess they, they can. They can basically be as if they if you've insulted them, they can basically be as much of an asshole. Uh, as they want to you, and, and fairies can be relatively huge assholes. Mm-hmm. It's fairy law. 
Exactly. Uh, give me a second. I'll find the... area of the book where that is addressed. So I'm going to, uh, while uh, they do the setups and stuff, I'm going to go around selling tickets to to the wonderful show that is Jerry's Bleem. Did we come up with a name for the Jersey Beam Circus? Like it was like the the Jersey Beam Brothers. That you do that. The Jersey Beam Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Yes, that's right. There is. I have no brother though. That's right. You stole it from uh, what you call it, the little guy, Timble, uh, Timble the Plum, Timbleton. Yeah, Timble the Plum, the tumbling bum. Yes. Who we said I... Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> Ooh, I uh, I also have a note that you tell everybody that your brother's name is Kibbledore and that he he's dead. Kimbledore? Kimbledore. I remember that he's dead. Oh, uh, he's dead. He's dead, I tell you, dead. I know one of the things you can do when you're insulted is die. Yeah. <clears throat> there is a section in the book about it. I don't want to find it. Here we are. <laughs> okay. Insults. Uh, when someone insults you, you're allowed by fairy law and your fairy, needs, uh, your fairy nature to answer it. It is considered to be your unimpeachable right to weigh the insult and respond in due measure so only you can choose what form your interest should take and how extreme it should be. Other fairies may gossip, but no fairy would uh, rightly stand before you to assert that you've overstepped. Um, so it's basically if if you leave if you let him leave insulted, uh, he has carte blanche to do whatever terrible things uh, he wants to do to you until he decides that the insult has been answered sufficiently. Mm, okay. And I, um, as, and I as a fairy can't do anything about it. Um. Not, not really. Uh, unless you want to intervene and and try to smooth things over, but I mean, but I, as a mortal, could just kill him. I'm not, I'm not going to right now, but always an option. Um... I mean, the fairy world loses one less wheel dealer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to as as he turns. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, but but I do say, sir, I I feel a little bad about uh, the way this might be affecting your your sales. Perhaps I could purchase one of your wheels. Oh no, uh, I I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't sell a wheel to you. 
uh, if if you were the last person on the entire earth. Um, can I? I'm going to uh, open up to them. I'm gonna okay. Try, I'm going to try opening up to them. Let's see. Better try punching him in the dick. I'm going to shoot him in the dick. Oh, that's a six. So, on a miss, ask the MC what goes wrong. Ryan, what goes wrong? <clears throat> um, so, I'm going to say... He's going to punch you in the dick. Hmm, something is wrong here. Thanks, people from Die Hard. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. What was your name? Uh, the, uh, uh, the wife. It wasn't Cindy. No, uh, Lucy. No, Lucy's the daughter. No, Lucy's the daughter, yeah. Um, Holly. Holly, that's it. Yeah, Holly, Holly's the one that said that. Alright, um, I'm gonna say take the, take the seven to nine response. Um, okay. basically the, um, the look that he's giving you, uh, brings you a little more toward, uh, you, you have open and careful. Um, uh, I have open and wary. Open and wary. Uh, yeah, so so go ahead and step toward wary in that case. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go from a, a bright teal vest and warm orange sash to a shadowy purple hat. Um, and you also you also take one off of one of your moves and uh, move it to another. Switch it around. You yeah. gave okay, me well, between... You gave me a withering look. I have to take this sash off and put on a hat. I think I was already wearing the hat. I just... I don't know. Well, um, I, I, I kind of picture it as, like, maybe maybe you feel the need to, like, literally go to him with your hat in your hands, and you realize you have a hat you weren't wearing, so you take it out, and you've, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, you, you, you start apologizing and, and uh, wringing the hat nervously. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so I'm going to... Well, <clears throat> I, I understand why you might be feeling that way, sir, but uh, I would I would very much like to trade you... Perhaps uh, perhaps a gift uh, to, to smooth things over. So I reach into uh, my, my vest, uh, I feel around, and I pull out... Um, uh, <laughs> I pull out um, a, a goose egg. Oh, I was about to say a cheese wheel. <laughs> okay, yeah, a small, a small cheese wheel. Um, this uh, this wheel of cheese comes uh, from the human world, from uh, the famed kingdom of Switzerland. Baby <laughs> of Bebe Bell. It is it is prized for its creaminess and deliciousness. Uh, one of the most highly sought after cheeses in the world over there. I would give it to you as a as a token. 
Um, so how did your how did your um, plan um, play out? Uh, so offer okay. them something explicitly or implicitly. If they accept it, they're beholden to you in proportion as you judge. But if they refuse, you may consider it an insult. So I'm just I'm just going to turn it right back around to him. Um. So he he walks up to you and he he looks at the cheese and you can see that he's considering it. And then he reaches up, and he has to he has to ju- like jump a little bit because he's a very like diminutive goblin fellow. Well, I, I hold I hold it down to him. You hold, you hold it down to him. Uh, yeah. He he slaps the cheese out of your hand, and it goes plunk in the in the in a puddle of mud. And then he turns and storms away. Well. That little, that little bastard muddied up your cheese. He most certainly did. That was quite insulting. Are you going to stand for I'm just making a note. Insulted by wheel merchant. <laughs> well, sir, you have offended my honor and I have declared war. Um, while you think about how you're going to answer that, Reginald, um... You said he, he, he walked away, right? Yeah, he, he stormed okay. off back to his uh, back to his wagon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which, ironically, he is now uh, chasing... Um, it, it does, you, you see, it does have quite a few extra wheels on it. Um, and, and they are rolling down the road. Um, the, well, while you think about how to answer that, uh, Prince Paul, as you said before, you are uh, going around selling wish sandwiches and, and tickets to the, to the Hippodrome. Um, so there are some, there are some people, um, uh, goblins, uh, fairy folk, elves, um, you know, uh, brownies, and even a, even human or two who are taking refuge in the small sunspot that Reginald created, and they are currently like taking off their clothing and and wringing it out because they are just drenched from head to foot. Um, Have you ever heard of a wish sandwich? That's exactly what kind of a sandwich it is, Ed. I was waiting for. I was waiting for one of the people to ask what a wish sandwich was. Do you know what a wish sandwich is? What's a wish sandwich? A wish sandwich is a kind of a sandwich that is two slices of bread and you wish you have some meat. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, 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 bow. Did you ever hear of a ricochet biscuit? I was going to wait till next session to use a ricochet biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) If it don't bounce back, you go hungry. Bah, bah, bah. Um, so yeah, I'm going around uh, offering up some wish sandwiches and some uh, and and tickets for the for the show. Uh, I'll I'll approach a group of people that are that you said that there's like lots of people coming into the sunlight now. And it's like ah, customers. Gentlemen, if you're going to be enjoying our son, would you like also like to enjoy our show? What? Um, some someone 
the the um you, you called him son no i i said if you're going to be enjoying our son would you also like to enjoy our show okay i'm sorry i was like that was a little that was a little weird um so so one of the one of the little brownies looks up at you and goes ah, would you also well, like our pee pee boat <laughs> I I don't, I don't know. Um, and full of pee pee. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, is it is it required? Do do I have to? And not not that I'm having a bad time. You understand this is it's a it's a wonderful festival. The 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 best we've ever had. Oh, no, no, it's not a requirement, but, you know, the fact that uh, we need to set up in this area and uh, you take your taking up space. So I assume that you, since you're in this area, you would also like to be part of in the uh, to uh, see the show. Well, well I, I suppose if you, if you have a brochure or perhaps some literature, I, I can take it off your hands and maybe peruse it, uh, make, make the decision at, at a future point in time. Uh, uh, consider it carefully. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe I, maybe I could, I could take in a show. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to adjust my finances. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe save for a bit. Uh, would you be performing sometime next month? No, actually, we'll be performing today, soon. Oh, today. Oh, my, my, my. That's uh, that's going to be difficult. You see, uh, he he reaches into his um, into his jacket pocket uh takes out a diary that is just you know sopping wet uh and starts uh flipping through it actually just like tearing pages off in clumps let's see uh today uh, oh oh my uh it, it looks it looks like i have smears all day oh smears that sounds uh quite uh, time consuming and busy uh, yes i i thought i had a free schedule but Apparently the ink has run through from the other page, uh, so I so I may have an appointment. I I can't really tell. Oh, then uh, you shouldn't be standing around here. You should be on your way to your appointment. Oh yes, uh, I I must be going. Excuse me, and and then he uh, turns and and starts to uh, starts to go out of the sunbeam. Um, makes it a few feet before uh, there is a uh, rumble of thunder. Uh, from a far off lightning strike, uh, and then and then turns on his heel and and uh, just sort of like dashes back into the sunbeam, just a little bit away from where you're standing. <laughs> Have you reconsidered? Oh, uh, well, I, I perhaps my appointment is is here. Maybe I'm supposed to meet somebody. I I don't. He, he once again takes out his diary and, <laughs> and starts starts looking at it. Uh, per- perhaps perhaps I have uh, a social engagement or a meeting with my accountant. Would you like a sandwich while you wait? A, a sandwich? Yes, that, that that would be lovely. What kind of sandwiches do you have? Well, I have a wish sandwich as of current as of right now. Well, what is a wish sandwich? It's a sandwich that's of two slices of bread. And you can wish to have some meat. 
Bah, bah, bah. Hm. Um. So, so he looks at you puzzled, and um, I just stare at him with a weird smile. I'm I'm almost certain that I had something to do. And he he turns around and starts muttering to himself, walking away. Uh, so how do you want to play this? Everybody is everybody is kind of uh, milling around, like I said, uh, trying to trying to shake off their jackets and and wring out their hats and stuff. Um, get get as dry as they possibly can. Um, they are they are all like visibly um, relieved to be out of the rain and the and the storm. Um, but none of them seem to be in the mood for any kind of fun or merriment. Why don't you try to open up to these people and get them to come to the show, James? Uh, that, that's what I was going to try next. I was going to go to the next group, but I was going to try, uh, opening up to them and, uh, seeing where that takes us. All right. So how do you open up to them? I'm looking at the obvious place right now. Get naked. Yeah, I um, I get naked and I I dance and I dance the dance of opening. <laughs> oh, you know how you should open up to them. You should uh, open the door, and then I should get on the floor after that, right? Right, right. And then everybody and then- will walk the dinosaur. Only if you hit the move with a ten plus, though. Yeah. Oh, there's opening up. I couldn't find it on the page for a second. Uh, all right. I'm going to go to the next, uh, a group of people, and I'm going to open up for them with some uh, complimentary wish sandwiches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those are that's that's just uh, slices of bread with nothing between them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what does that use? That's a... Ryan, um, what's, in, what's in between them is your imagination. Yes, it's, it's whatever you wish to be in between them. It's uh, It's like a Lost Boy situation, huh? Yeah. You're doing it, Peter. Okay, so uh, when you open up to somebody, what what are you? What am I using? Oh, never mind. Hold on. Uh, yeah, so each one right, of the so, moves has its own. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, there it is. Uh, so I got a seven. So I only pick one, right? Uh, yes, you choose one. All right. Yeah. So I'll go up to the next group and. Uh, oh, hello, friends! Trying to drive off. Uh, yes, doing our best. Oh, well, you know, I have some uh, sandwiches here and uh, some uh, some pamphlets here about the uh, the circus I sunny spot. Oh. Um, every, 
everything else. Yeah, is, deer uh, were common in this area. Is it? Okay. Okay. I uh, I didn't want you want you want me to leave the lights on? <laughs> yes. Sir. You'll turn them out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good night, hon. Good night. Sorry, guys. Good night, Ed. Good night, Ed. <laughs> that was Sarah's <laughs> grandma. Has uh, uh, has the Hippodrome Fantastique ever performed at the Nearly Yearly Festival before, or is this the first time? Uh, I think this is our first time. Okay, so you want to make a good impression for the Goblin King. I also realized, Ryan, I realized before that when I was talking to that guy, my role was even worse because I had minus one forward. Ah, uh, yeah, that's which, right. So. so it was, I mean, I got a six, but that was like a five, really. Five. But, yeah. yeah. Doesn't change uh, things, but that's just Yeah, it's a, it's a miss either way. So, uh, but at least you got rid of the minus one forward. Um, so yeah, uh, Paul, the, uh, the person says, no, it's, it's usually, it's usually lovely this time of year. Ah, oh, I guess we happen to come on a, on a bad year. <gasps> I mean, it looks like we happen to have come at a, uh, yeah, nope. That's, there's no saving this, is there? <laughs> um, the, the crowd, the crowd... Like they they turn to each other and and start to uh, mutter to themselves, but nothing that can't be fixed with a, a lovely circus. A circus, you say? Oh yes, yes. We're uh, actually going to be setting up here and performing. Um, so or Paul, you, you had hit the you had hit the move. So what, which one are you choosing? I'm gonna start giving them some sandwiches. Okay, so yeah, you you pass out some wish sandwiches. Um, you you see some of them uh, look at it questioningly. Um, you know they they uh, pull the pieces of bread apart. Uh, some just don't question it at all. Uh, one one uh, elf just uh, closes her eyes and takes a big bite and and looks relatively pleased. Uh, with the with sandwich that she imagines she's eating. Yes, the Church Beam Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique will be performing here today, um, and it'll be our first time performing for the Goblin King. So we're hoping uh, he enjoys it. Hmm? Uh, so oh. normally the weather is uh, quite beautiful here. Um, any reason why it's so uh, not so beautiful today? Do you oh, think? Uh, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't say. Um, uh, what the the elf who is enjoying her wish sandwich um, says to you? Oh, you'd, you'd really have to ask Hilda. She's uh, 
she she decided that she would come down. She she doesn't usually. Hmm. Tilda, you say, and the significance of uh, this person. Oh, sorry, uh, it's our first time here. L- let me let me introduce you. Um, you you hear she she turns and and just calls. Hilda, <clears throat> and there's a there's a, a rumble, uh, and the wind picks up. Even in the sunbeam, um, the the thunderheads roil overhead and start to start to mass and writhe. Um, and you you see a pair of uh, like electric blue eyes. Uh, form in the clouds, um, you know, like dozens of yards apart. Um, and the clouds sort of dip down towards the earth, uh, and the eyes, the eyes shrink, but, you know, remain the same intense, violent electric blue. Uh, and eventually the, uh, the cloud resolves itself into the shape of a woman wearing, uh, a gray dress. Um, with very very blue eyes, um, and it 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 looks it looks like someone has cut a chunk out of her hair. Oh boy! Well, um, aren't you just gorgeous and stunning? Uh, you you hear her, you know, mutter an acknowledgement, uh, and and the storm thunders, uh. You know, as as she, as she vocalizes, um, you you notice that uh, she can't she can't cross the um, the line where the where the sunbeam starts. She can only stand when there where there's rain. Okay, uh, so uh, as uh, it, to be polite, I stand out there with her. So you know, it's to be yeah, to be on her turf. Ah, uh, so she, you've come. You come to join the festival. She she looks you she looks you up and down, and uh, just gives you gives you a small nod. I'm not sure if I have anything I can offer to you uh, that uh, would be appeasing to your tastes. But I'm glad you could come down all the same. Uh, maybe we can open a part of the top of our tent so you can see the, the wonders that are going to happen with inside it. Um, she she looks uh, at the sunbeam and she points to the hole in the clouds and the you know she she kind of does a, a little hair toss uh, on the on the maimed side of her very poofy hairdo. Her hair is just like piled up like a like a thundercloud itself. Um and she she just kind of, you know, gestures at the ground. You know, she she can't cross over to uh to where you where your show is going to be because she doesn't exist up there. Ah, so okay, I see. So you're missing part of your Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll, I'll ask around if we can come across it and uh, maybe return it to you, if that helps. 
Um, she she looks you up and down and and kind of you know is is suspicious. Um, she she holds her fingers up like a little scissor and and you know makes like a cutting motion. Uh, and she she looks a little she looks a little angry. Oh, so somebody uh, cut your hair. Guess I could see how somebody would be upset about that. Um, well, I'll make my ways around and talk to a few people and see if we can come across anybody who might have done such a thing. Um, and- hmm. So, so she she nods and she says, "Thank you." And when she says thank you, the thunder says it. Okay. You, you feel it. You feel it in your spine and in your bones. Right. Don't, um, don't piss off the sky. <laughs> James, I felt that. <laughs> All right. So, uh. I make my way uh, around. Uh, I guess I, I go through a few other people, uh, you know, offering sandwiches and, and pamphlets and tickets to the show, and I immediately make my way to uh, like a beeline to Uncle Jersey. Uh Uncle, we, um, the storm is a person. Of course, she is, and. Um, the sunspot that we have made for ourselves was part of her, and it's uh, kind of upset. Uh, generally, if you mess with a woman's hair, things tend not to go well for the person who's messed with it. Well, we best uh, find a way to make up for this, then. Yeah. Did you invite show? Of course I did, sir. Is she coming? Uh, she can't come into the area that has been uh, opened up for us. Hmm. I offered a Let's- skylight for in the tent for her, but she can't come over the sunny area for that part of her has been cut off. Well, that's unfortunate. Seems we've pissed off the sky. Yeah. Let's see what we can do about that. I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna pull out my um, knothole of wood that lets me see invisible things and look through it, and just look around the camp and see if there's anything that might be helpful to me. Um. All right. Let's see. Uh. Do you want to sniff the wind? Yep. All right. Go ahead. Make the play. Hold on. Hanging on. Preparing to hang on. 
James, you realize you rolled two d six instead two d ten instead of two d six. I did not realize. <laughs> and you still rolled terribly. I know. Uh, Thanks for pointing out my 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 misfortunes, Ed. Also, we didn't we didn't really resolve that play. Thirteen. All right. Oh man, I'm Ed. I roll two d sixes and get high numbers. That was a good impression. Man. <laughs> uh, I, I've been practicing. All right. Now I gotta pull up the obvious plays. So I get to ask questions, right? Yes. I get to ask two questions. One, two. Um, what's here that I haven't seen yet? Um. So, so you catch sight of um the Goblin King himself. Uh, he is surrounded by a uh. Uh, a coterie of pixies uh, who are holding the the hem of his uh, royal blue robes um, just just above the um, just above the mud line. Um, he he is also uh, sodden and drenched, as is everyone in the uh, in the festival area. Um, but his his robes are are free of mud, um, and the, you can see a you can see a flurry of the of the pixies uh, just uh, flying around his head, and and they are they are whispering to each other. Uh, is he say again? Is he in the sunspot? Uh, he is not. He is he is enjoying a walk through the uh, goblin market, and does not appear to have noticed that the circus is in residence yet. If I trust my nose to lead me to the heart of this, where would it take me next? Um, you look up uh, at, the, at the storm cloud uh, and you see um, the, the woman that I described to James before uh, in scaled up enormously to the to the scale of a storm cloud uh, and and you can see that she's she's fiddling with her hair uh you know trying to trying to cover up the the spot that's been uh cut cut out of it um she she also she seems to be working herself into into something of a fury um you notice that uh, the the lightning and thunder and the wind pick up a little, uh, and she she starts raging, almost in the in the direction of the king himself, um, and he is pointedly ignoring that. Okay. Uh. uh. No complaining. I'm going to go up to the woman. 
All right. Uh, she is still um, manifested on the human scale once you're not looking through the knothole. Um, and just just sort of uh, pacing pacing around. Uh, you can see that she's she's glaring icy daggers uh, at at the Goblin King as she's she's trying to fix her hair and not having much luck. How lovely you look, my darling. Um, she she jumps a little, and 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 turns to you. Um, I'll introduce Slot- myself. I am Uncle Jerry's Bleem. She she ringmaster of Jerry's Bleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. She she offers you her hand, and and when you take it, uh, all of your hair stands on end. Uh, she offers a small curtsy, and she says, Hilda. And when she says Hilda, it is as if the clouds themselves were saying the name. A beautiful name for a beautiful lady. I can't uh, help but notice when a beautiful woman is in distress. And it seems to me that you are in great distress. Uh, she she kind of uh, she kind of rolls her eyes and uh, and does the the little the little toss thing with her hair, uh, and and she's trying to play it off like it doesn't really bother her, but you know you, you can you can tell that it does. Is there anything that old Uncle Jerry's Bleem can do to uh, relieve whatever it is that's bothering you? Um, you see her, you see her, um, sort of gaze longingly in the direction of the festival and, and the king. And then she quickly, like, shakes her head. No, there's nothing you can do for her. You know, they say I'm a very observant hob. I can't help but notice it seems you're shooting, stealing glances at the king himself. Um, she she uh, kind of uh, turns away from you in a huff and, and when she does a gust of wind almost knocks you over off your feet. Uh, I don't mean to offend. I simply mean to get to the heart of the matter. That is my goal in life. Um, so she's she's all clammed up. So how do you want to play this? I guess I should open up to her. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy how all of our reactions was to flirt and tell the sky god how beautiful it was with it. <laughs> Alright, I guess I'm going to have to come in there and start negging her just to see what happens. I mean, she probably hates you the most because you cut her hair. Yeah, well, she doesn't know that yet, James. Maybe. I don't know. I'm fairly certain she might. 
Shut up, chums. <laughs> no one likes you. Seven. Seven plus. Okay. Um, so you can pick one from the list. All right. So I guess I will reveal what I'd like them to do. Uh, I'd like her to tell me what it is that's bothering her. All right. Um, so, so since since you asked, and you haven't like groveled and pled for her to go away, um, she she, you know, turns back and she she sees that you genuinely want to know, you know, what's what's bothering her. Um, and she she mutters under her breath, um, he didn't invite me to the festival. He didn't invite you to the festival. No, but I came anyway. I see that. Why would he not want you at the festival? She she shrugs. Um and you you see you see in the background um The uh, the fruit cellar goblins um, kind of brace the wagon the wrong way, uh, and it, it rolls and then sinks halfway into the mud. Uh, Danny Danny broken teeth. Uh, you you hear him swearing uh, at the at the miserable oafs uh, for for letting this happen to their pears. Uh, she so she she just shrugs. She has no idea. And what what is it about the festival that that uh, so entices you? Well, it's uh, it's a it's a time when when the fair folk gather to have fun, trade stories, trade goods, go to the circus. I did offer to put a skylight on our tent for her, by the way, Ed, so she could see. She has to get her hair back, I guess, for that section. She uh, she looks up. She looks up at the uh, at the uh, sunspot, and and she says, "I I guess I'm pointedly not invited to the circus." And you can hear like the the edge of insult in her voice, which is terrifying because she's a thunderstorm. Well, of course you're invited to the circus. 
I uh, didn't know that it was you. Um, she she looks she looks down at you. Oh, are are you are you a performer? I am. I am the circus. I am Uncle Jersbley. Oh, oh, well, yes. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize. Of course, we want you at the circus. Well, I, I would, I would love to come, but uh, I, I, I cannot alight anywhere where the rain cannot touch. Well, we'll just have to do something about that, won't we? Um, she she looks down at you and she gives you a she gives you a small smile. If you'll excuse me, I need to go make preparations and uh, see what I can do about getting you an invitation to the circus. I would like that very much. I'm going to go up to uh, Sir Reginald. No, just Reginald. No, sir. I'm going to go up to Reginald. I know I, I carry myself in a, in a knightly manner, but uh, I have not been graced with that title as yet. We can always go- ask my father the next time we're in in uh, Gelderland. I'm sure he would. Reginald. Ah, Jasmine. I think you might want to put that piece of sky back. Well, the funniest thing happened when I cut. I, I, I reached into my jacket and pulled it. When I cut it out, I, th- I thought I'd have a tuft of cloud, but uh, I have a lock of hair. Yes, apparently uh, the storm is a beautiful woman who is insulted that she has not been invited to the circus. I'd rather not uh, incur her ire. <laughs> uh oh, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Would I would I be able to say that I know the storm? Um, it, it's up to you if you if you want to. Uh, I I feel like uh I I I want to know who she is. Um. All right. So tell me how you know Hilda, and we'll do this. We'll do the red markets thing where you say, you know, what relationship you have, and I get to figure out uh, how she feels about you. Okay. Um. I know Hilda because uh, you're married. Few... What? You're married to her and have three kids. <laughs> right. That old chestnut. <laughs> um, because we we met at a party uh, in uh, the in the kingdom of the great fairy Lady Minerva. Lady Minerva was having a party to, or a, like a, a festival to celebrate uh, the beginning of spring, uh, and I was there and had a, a lovely time with Hilda, uh, chatting with her about. Uh, we we found out we had a lot in common. We both travel the land, uh, taking in the sights. Uh, so uh, yeah. 
I know her, but I didn't realize that this was her. Ah. So so suddenly you uh you look at the at the lock of hair in your hand and it just clicks into place for you, Reginald. Oh no. Oh my what have I oh Jasby, where is she? I'll uh gesture towards her. I, uh, I I reach into my po- into the, the one of the pockets of my vest and pull out my little thing of mustache wax and just give my mustache another little twirl, make sure it's uh, looking good. Uh, how do I look? Impeccable as always. <laughs> you rascal! And uh, the man who's about I, to be struck by lightning. <laughs> I, I you know I tuck it away, get, give my hair a little comb and. <clears throat> My daughter, like I walk out of like the back tent where I am. I see Hilda. Is that you? And I, I walk out into the rain to talk to her. Um, she, you, you, you catch her eye, and there's a there's a flash of recognition and a and a flash of lightning, and somehow the storm looks stormier, and you think to yourself. No backing out now, but this can't be no. good. I had no idea you were going to be here. Hello, Reginald. It's been ages. How are you? Oh, you know, I, I've been I've been keeping myself well. Um, I I I waited for you. Um, above the sea, just just as you asked, and you you never came. What? Over the sea? I I thought you I thought you meant the grass sea. My my dear, this oh I feel I feel terrible. Uh, oh, this this is such a, a terrible miscommunication entirely on mine and on me. I. Well, you, you see me. I, I can't fly across the skies like you. Getting getting to the sea is difficult. I thought we were talking about the grass sea of the, the inner kingdom. Sea. The the grass sea. Does does anyone actually call it that? The grass sea. Oh, the the, the people who live there occasionally do. I, I've heard it uh, muttered around campfires. Uh, but Hilda, it, it wasn't entirely my fault, and I, I beg your forgiveness. <laughs> and uh, in in the spirit of uh, making amends, I have a gift for you. Uh, and I, I reach into my vest and I, I pull out a lock of her hair, or the the lock of her hair. Um, she. She sees it and 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 kind of like gops for a second, and then uh, there's there's this horrible moment where where she just like gets gets bigger, and uh, there's a there's a tree nearby that just sort of uproots itself, uh, and you hear the thunder say, "It was you." Mm. Is there a move for lying? Uh... Um, so you can play you can play a, a person uh let me see. Um let's see. 
<laughs> could I weather the storm? Uh, you you could. You could. <laughs> Just to, you know, you, you, like, take whatever it is she throws at you. She may throw a few things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like a cow. <laughs> How did a cow get into this realm? Uh, well, I, I see, this, my thinking is either I'm going to weather the storm or I'm going to try to convince her that I didn't take it. Like, I, f- I found the person who did and I took it from them to bring back to her. Um, but I don't. I guess that might be. You no, know, you're considering. Um, you could you could put her off. Uh, on any hit, they must back off and give you time and space. Um, no, I mean that's that's not what I want. Maybe Droughton. No, not Droughton. You know, I'll, I'll weather the storm. I think I think I'll go with that. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Uh, four. Okay. It's uh, on a miss. Choose one that you are or can, and one that you definitely aren't or can't. Uh, in any case, ask the MC what happens and where you are now. Okay, so I choose one that I can. Um, um, okay, so I am... Um, I'm going to say I am fearless enough. But I cannot provide common direction to those around me. Um, all right. Uh, so, so it's like one of those one of those scenes in a in a movie where um, you you just stand there, and you know she she starts. Um, whipping the winds up into a fury. Uh, the the wagons that were um, mired in the mud before all start, you know, skidding um, in in the in the mud. Um, the like I said, there's a there's a tree that's uprooted itself and is now sort of flying around in a in a cyclone type style. Uh, people mm-hmm. people and elves are are running and screaming. Um, and and you're standing there like uh like a like a rock like you know you're you're willing to face down the storm itself uh but there is a there is an absolute panic happening around you um so uh prince paul and uncle jay how do you guys want to play this oh, do i have to do i have to switch from open to wary and move one of my things Ryan? Um, hang on a second. You did you did miss, but that move had a specific uh, consequence. So I'm not going to. Oh, that okay. Those. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Give me one second, though. Let me see. Where's my plays? Here we are. Um, 
so uh yeah uh paul you you excuse me not paul um reginald you feel you feel the winds just like um buffet you um and and there is um any manner of uh loose objects um the the there there are a bunch of wheels from the from the wheelwrights um <laughs> car, uh that that are just like rolling past you uh the the wheel seller himself uh goes flying through the air screaming um shaking his fist at you um and and you look up and you you just see Hilda with this cold fury in her eyes um and the wheel cart guy knows that you just pissed off a storm and made his wheels fly away and leaving him more insulted they're, than before they're flying off the shelves like he said <laughs> that's what he wanted i'll get you for there um so so uh paul like i said whatever whatever notion of calm uh was was um happening before is is completely broken um, everything seems rel- relatively like still uh, in the in the sun spe- in the sunbeam, uh, and people are taking shelter there. But uh, everyone has now noticed this, and there is a, a mob uh, that is now making their way, uh, running pretty desperately for the for the edges of the sunbeam. Um, so something should be done to help people or maybe at least control the the stampede or maybe even just to get you guys out of the way, whatever you uh, feel like doing. The storm makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you rolled 1d6. Oh, I rolled one d six. I should roll. Let me do that again. Oh, I got a nine. That's still terrible. I got a five. All right, so uh, Paul, you get to choose one or two from the list. Okay. Uh, I can provide care and healing to those around me, and you know what? I think it's uh, I can provide uh, strength and protection to those around me. And uh, I am calm enough to handle this. All right. Um, so I, I'll say that that is that is enough uh, to mitigate any imminent danger um, that that the stampede of of people and elves uh, provide. You know, pr- proves to um, you or the the circus in the in the sunny area. Um, you you started. I happen to have a tent that uh, it's a little bit reinforced, but it's also aerodynamically correct. I, I thought it'd be best to have my stuff stored in there so it could never be blown away. Um, so you, you start ushering people over in that direction, you know, coming them down. Please, ladies and gentlemen and others, step this way. 
Uh, you'll be you'll be perfectly safe. Just you know, everybody move in in an orderly fashion. And and for for some reason they do. Uh, Uncle Jay, you're not quite so fortunate. So you choose uh, one that you are or can, and one that you definitely cannot. All right, so <laughs> we're all gonna die. Everybody <laughs> run. <laughs> I can provide calm and direction to those around me, but I cannot. In, but I'm not quick enough. I'll calm you down eventually. All right. Guys, I'm sorry I forgot to call the storm. You bastard. How dare you? Um, so, Uncle Jay, I am going to say that uh, you, you are also doing your best to usher people uh, toward Prince Paul's tent, uh, which is uh, very sturdy and, as he said, uh, aerodynamic. Um, when uh, a, a large piece of debris uh, skipping along the ground in the, in the high winds. Um, is it a wheel? Yes. <laughs> uh, it, is a, it is a very heavy wheel. Uh, it looks like it, it is made of uh, very sturdy oak. Um, and the, the, spokes are, the spokes are like as thick as a fist. Um, uh, bounces, bounces along the ground, and you are uh, wounded, shocked, affronted, or dismayed. Okay, in that case, I'm going to try to shrug it off. That's one of my boondoggle hob moves. All right. <laughs> so let's see how well that goes for you. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> Not anything different than happens on any other Tuesday. Big wheel, you know, cats. That's it? Just a big wheel and cats? Yes. It's a Tuesday. It's, it's very common for him to be hit with big things. A big fat hen. I'm unaffected and need not choose any response at all. Um, All right, so physically describe what happens to you when this wheel uh, comes careening toward you. How do you you shrug it off? Uh, So it comes careening towards me, and uh, he's kind of a fat guy. He's kind of a fat hob, so he just turns around and bounces it right off of his stomach. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, even it even manages to look a little bit heroic because uh, you you were uh, just ushering people past you, so it looks like you uh, threw yourself into danger and and bounced the wheel off of your uh, off of your gut to save them. Ha-ha. And on a ten, I don't even consider the attack to be an insult. Very nice. I'm not insulted by the wheel bouncing off my fat belly. 
I'm glad you're not insulted. <laughs> um so Reginald, uh it, it looks like it looks like Hilda is going to uh reach down and grab you with her cyclone hands. Uh okay. you, you didn't know that was a thing. Um but so you you need to either say or do something real fast because she does not look happy. Um I I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna build a bridge. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna you, build when, a bridge when, out of her. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh when you build an up when you build a bridge someone to another person, to a realization, to self understanding, to yourself, to adventure, to a place in this world or another world, roll. So I'm gonna try to uh build a bridge be- between between her and I so we could uh more more easily communicate and come to a better understanding. That's uh that's the goal. Probably not gonna work. I got a seven, okay. Uh so on a seven to nine I choose one. Um the bridge is strong. That's that's my one. The more okay. metaphysical bridges, get together with them and figure out what your choices must mean. Well, well that's that, that one sort <laughs> Just the bridge is protected by a password. <laughs> that, that would not help in this situation whatsoever. Oh. Um, so the bridge, the bridge is strong. So, so I, I want to convey over this bridge my uh, deep regrets and the fact that I did not realize it was her when I uh, <clears throat> when I cut when I cut the the snippet of of uh, storm away, and that I would had I known it was her, I would never have done that. All right, um, she she does in fact um, pick you up. Uh, she she senses your regret, um, and and you find yourself suspended. You 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 look down. It's 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 very high up, um, mm. and and you you see the um, the lightning eyes, uh, immense and dozens of yards apart, as I described them before. Um, and she is she is going to attempt to draw you out. Okay. Do I resist that, or does she just roll? Well, let's see. Uh, if if she succeeds, then I get to ask you some questions, and you have to answer them honestly. Okay. Um, I think I don't think I roll with the. Well, I'll give her. I'll give her. She's a, she's pretty powerful on this, so I'll give her a plus two. You're pretty powerful. All right. So she hits. Uh, she hits with a seven to nine. Um. Door. 
So yeah, she's she's just pissed. Uh, so what are you afraid that she'll do? Uh, at this moment, drop me. Uh, but uh, on on a deeper level, I'm afraid she won't forgive me. Um, so, so you can, uh, she, she does, if you're afraid she won't forgive you, she does mean something to you or, or is that just like purely a a primal fear? Like you're going to continue to have a a storm mad at you. Um, probably a little of both, but, uh, I think he does, he does like her. (laughs) Por que no los dos? Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, I mean, having having a storm at you is definitely not something you'd want. But uh, he also uh, he does care for her a bit. He does like her, so he doesn't he doesn't especially want her can, to hate him. Especially uh, if you're like a messenger that consistently travels between worlds. Guys, I pissed off a storm. <laughs> uh, so guys, just uh, don't go outside ever again. <laughs> um, I'm always going to be late because uh, the storm's going to make me. <laughs> But it won't uh, be, guys. Uh, but it won't be late for you guys. Jesus Christ! Um, so Reginald, she she uh, holds you suspended in air. You you can feel like her her grip on you loosen, and you fall a bit, and then and then it tightens again. Um, <laughs> and and she she says she says, "Why didn't you meet me by the sea, Reginald?" I. <clears throat> I, uh... Why didn't Reginald meet her by the sea? Um... I, I got... I got distracted. I got, I got carried away in my, in my revelry in another place, and uh, I, I, I forgot. I'm sorry, but by the time I realized what it was, it was too late. Um, so, so what's your play here? Yeah, I just, uh, I'm going to, I'm assuming I'm going to open up to her. Okay. Yeah, um, go for it. That's my open up. Plus two. Eight. Come on, game. Uh, so, on a seven to nine, I choose one. Uh. Um, okay, well, I guess I, I'll confide in them or explain something to them, which which I just did. Uh, tell them what you reveal and ask them how they take, or uh, what's the other one? Reveal to them something. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, I reveal that to them, and how, how does she take it? Um, the, uh, the eyes, the eyes narrow, and, uh, she... You you hear you hear the thunder rumble, which is you know almost almost like a giggle in the heavens. Um, and she she sets you down very gently uh, and and remanifests in in human form in in front of you. And she's got kind of like a kind of like a wry smile on her face. And uh, she she says, "Well, I I should have expected, Reginald." Uh, one of the things that I was so taken by was was your spontaneity, and I, I guess I was a I guess I was a fool to think that you would put it aside from me. 
<clears throat> I, uh, that was, that was many, many years ago. I, I've, uh, well, you, you are as beautiful and radiant as ever, but, uh, the winters are starting to catch up to me, and, uh, well, I, I was, I was a different man then than I am now, and, well, I would, I would very much like to meet you by the sea sometime, Hilda. She uh, she chuckles and and kind of turns away. You are a different man then. I'm a different woman now. Nobody nobody cares for the rain anymore, Reginald. What? Uh, no, you're just you just caught them at a bad time. Uh, uh, you see, the, the 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 small people that I, I include myself in them, or compared to you, we are all but ants. And, uh, they they tend to dislike rain when they when they want to spend the day outside at a festival like this. But come summer, when the heat is bearing down on them, oh, rain is the most blessed thing. When when their crops need water, they they pray for rain. They just don't realize how important you are all the time. Like like me. Well, your words seem like empty platitudes. As I was <sighs> as I was telling your friend before, I was very pointedly not invited to the festival and it seems as though you didn't want me at the circus either. Oh I Oh, Hilda, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize it was you. I thought it was just some common run-of-the-mill storm. Uh, I, I was, I was worried that it, it might drive away that that the rain might drive away potential uh, guests and, and make it harder for to perform. But of course, we want you at the circus. May I, may I braid your hair back in to your? May I, may I braid this lock back into your hair? Um, she she looks dubious, but you know she she might be open to it. Uh, anyone, I'm gonna. Anyone else want to help him out, or uh, let's cut away from this for a second? Uh, Uncle Jay and Prince Paul. Uh, the the storm has kind of subsided now. Uh, and and you look over and and surprisingly, um, Reginald is is not like embedded. He's not dead. His, yeah, not embedded up to his chest in the mud, or you know, spattered against a tree or something like that, or covered in lightning. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you see him you see him you know kind of following along behind Hilda as she as she walks along the perimeter of the uh, of the sunbeam, um, you know, desperately offering his apologies. So, what are you guys doing at this point? How do you think it's going? Well, um, it doesn't look like um, he's dead. Um, the area could use some love, but nothing's uh, destroyed to the point where it's unfixable. Um, and uh, things seem to have subsided a little bit, so I- I'm thinking it's going well. Um, 
Uh, how do you think we can perform? We're probably going to have to add a skylight to the tent to let the rain see. That could, that's doable. Tell tell the roustabouts. They'll put one in. They would do like a clear maybe. covering. Uh, maybe I can size her up. Sure. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, don't be sorry. Be careful. Or just continue beautiful self. It's wonderful. Ed, you're such a wonderful boy. You always call your mother. Such a good boy. He had to be an actor, though. He couldn't have been a doctor or a lawyer. I remember when he used to like chips. <laughs> I rolled a 12. Very nice. Um, so go ahead. You you, uh, you you see right through her with your beady little goblin eyes. Uh, she's also a cloud, so I mean... Yeah. So, uh... What does she intend to do? Um, <clears throat> eat Sir Reginald. Not a sir. <laughs> well, uh, as she as she said before, she she wasn't invited to the festival, but she she came anyway. Um, so you notice that she hasn't taken human form and like gone around to the stalls or ridden any of the rides. Um. She is she is just very pointedly, you know, being there and you know waiting for waiting for somebody to invite her. Uh, she she is going to uh, stay around and uh, make things as miserable and uncomfortable as possible for all of the fairgoers, uh, you know, and, until someone at least acknowledges her. Uh, but you realize that nobody really can because the the king has forbidden all complaints, uh, and he himself is pointedly, you know, ignoring her. Okay. Uh, uh, Where are you confident? And where are you uncertain? Um, she's she's confident in the fact that you know she's a you know as you said basically a, a fucking rain goddess. Um, she's bigger and stronger and more powerful than anybody else. Uh, she's uncertain because she feels like nobody likes her. Nobody wants her around. Um, she she wants very much to to belong. And uh, to to feel welcome and accepted. Okay. Okay. So I think we want to try to. Well, 
that's metagaming. But uh, I feel the three of us have been nothing but more than inviting to her. But I, I think she yeah. wants the approval from the king, and that's that's going to be a tough pretty passive aggressive. I mean, does, she doesn't necessarily need the approval of the king if uh, if you guys can make her feel welcome and included, um, and maybe get get some people on her side. Um, I'm gonna start stomping through the mud and like frolicking in it, and uh, like taking um, a mud. I'm going to make mud angels and mud pies. <laughs> and I'm going to try and sell some mud pies. <laughs> okay. Well, better than cow pies, I guess. Oh, much. Much better. Unless you want peyotes. Uh, so, so, Paul, you guys are... You're... you're um... Playing in the mud, you guys? Yeah. Yeah, we're playing in the rain. Singing. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a lot of mud at the wheelwright. <laughs> what? Say, say that again? I'm gonna throw a glob of mud at the wheelwright. The wheel <laughs> The wheel seller. Yeah. I'm gonna start singing rain songs from the Gelderland. Like rain, rain. You're so f- great, rain, rain. <laughs> Wash my plate. Um. So the uh, the wheelwright is is just picking himself up, uh, pushing off. Uh, he he was he was kind of buried in his own wares uh, as they as they flew. You know, were were uh, blown away. Uh, so he, he just like pushes a, a larger wheel off of himself and is just getting to his feet when he is uh, hit in the face uh, with a gigantic lob of mud. Gotcha! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, he, he is uh, infuriated. Uh, he, he reaches down and, and just like pulls up not not even a big handful, a double handful of mud, and just like over his head, hurls it back. You got me. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a glove at somebody and and be very obvious about it, so they dodge. So I hit the person behind them. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys are starting a mud fight? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, mud fight! Let's see. And just for shits and gigs, I lob a small one over at, at, at Reginald. Okay. Will that be opening up to somebody? Trying to get them to do something? Trying to capture their attention so that they must hear you out. Uh, uh, I I would say um, probably uh, yeah. Try try to capture their attention or um, when when you uh, I, you may want to draw someone out. Um, 
in circumstances where you can help someone, endanger them, entice them, or strike them by drawing them out, uh, add this question. I do indeed draw you out by doing blank. So by, by starting a mud fight, and I guess you would be rolling on behalf of the entire crowd, what is the effect? Uh, can I give him an assist So because I'm, I'm also doing it with him? Um, sure. I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you take a, uh, plus one forward, um, to the, to the move if, uh, if Prince Paul helps you out. And Prince Paul does. Psych. <laughs> he sees Uncle Jersbleen throwing mud randomly and he just, uh, plays along. Uncle Jersbleem doesn't do things all willy-nilly for no reason. He has a plan. And it's always good to follow his plan. And I trust him wholeheartedly. Oh, no. Oh, there's an extra space. Oh. Ramp. I lied. Uncle George blames a liar, a cheat, and a thief. <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, Jerz Bleem, uh, you you start, you know, lobbing gobs. Of oh wow! People. I wouldn't have done any better. <laughs> and and Prince Paul, you you play along. Um, and before you know it, uh, everybody, even even the people in the sun area, the sunny area, are are hurling mud at each other. Um, and it is it is starting to uh, you you think you might be reaching a tipping point where um, it's it's just so you know filthy and ridiculous and hysterical. Um, you know, pe- people have have started to smile and laugh. Um, when all of a sudden the, um, the, the sound, even even of the storm, uh, are, are split, um, by the voice of the king, uh, who, who holds up, he's, he's got a step, a scepter made of, uh, pure shadow. Um, and, and everything just goes sort of dim for a moment and he really projects his voice and, and, um, he says, be silent. I command it. Be silent and be still. Um, and, and everyone just sort of stops in their tracks and uh, you know, drops the mud that they were holding. Uh, you know, there's a, uh, a, young, a young boy who was about to throw a gob of mud, but instead he just like falls backwards uh, into, a, into a mud puddle. Um, he he said to be silent, be still. So Prince Paul is frozen in a throne position. So he's on one foot with one foot in the air and a hand extended. Yeah. I'm gonna um, free- okay. But you told me to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> um, Reginald, um, when when the king speaks, um, mm-hmm. Hilda Hilda withdraws up back into the sky. She she releases her human form. Uh, and and goes back to the clouds. Uh, the the storm does die down a bit. Um, you can tell that even she is shaken by his ire. 
Um, Did I get to put her hair back? Uh, not just yet. Okay. Um, the the king makes his way through the through the uh, stunned crowd uh, over over to you, Uncle Jay, and and uh, and Paul, uh, and he he just kind of looks you up and down, and he says. You have made my festival into a mockery. The people were having fun and enjoying themselves until you showed up and started hurling gobs of filth at one another. What do you have to say for yourselves? Your eminence. I simply was making revelry. This, you, your, your subjects were enjoying themselves and laughing and, and, uh, this is a festival of celebration. Should we not celebrate this, this day in lovely weather that we've been given? Yes, indeed we should, in the proper way, at the proper time. Tell me, you are, uh, you are the head of the circus, are you not? Yes, I am Uncle Jersbleem. Headmaster and ringmaster and uh, proprietor of the Jersbleem Brothers Hippodrome Fantastique. Well, then it is your place to make merriment during the circus performance, is it not? Yes, but is it also not my job to make people aware of the circus? This was simply a stunt. This was a... uh, Publicity stunt to get people's attention so that they would be aware of the circus. Well, it's disrupting the general mood and tenor of the of the festival. My apologies, Your Highness. The wheel guy started it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm gonna try to distract him with um distract him with with tricks and visions. Okay, your your hobgoblin illusions. Yeah. Your All Honor, right. we are simply entertainers. We are entertaining. Well, he is not entertained at the moment. Uh, so we are here to bring amusement. Were you not amused? No, we're entertainers. We're just not good at it. <laughs> um. So, Ed, I guess go ahead and and hit that move, and then based on how you do, uh, tell me uh, what what you're using to distract him. I don't think I can help with that. I, I don't have that particular move. Nor do I. It is an Ed-specific move. I rolled 10. Nice. Okay, so I'm going to make a ball of mud turn into a bird and fly away. It's if, not very interesting. If mud balls do not please you, then I shall make it simply fly away. 
and then it's gonna and then the mud ball in my hand turns into a bird and flies away. Um he he smiles and, and you can see that you've you've got his attention there. And he says, Well now, that that is uh that is a trick uh worthy of a of a performer of your caliber. I get to pick three. Okay. Perhaps rather than mud, you would prefer and I'm gonna open up my hand and suddenly there's gonna be uh Confetti. Uh, glitter. There's gonna be a uh Porcupine. <laughs> um a goblin treat. Something the goblins really like to eat. A small child. Pears. <laughs> there's gonna be a pear. A rotten pear. A pear. Wormy? A wormy pear appears in my hand. If mud is not to your liking, perhaps you would prefer a pear. Um, two two of his uh, two of his a pair pixie, of pears. Two of his pixie courtesans, uh, courtiers. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a completely different word, Ryan's brain. Um, two of his pixie courtiers. Uh, fly over and lift the pair up to him, and he inspects, inspects it and, and looks rather pleased with it. This almost looks like a real pair, not a mud ball that you're making. Um, he he takes a he takes a big bite of it, and uh, um, you you can see the you know the worms wriggling in his mouth as he as he smiles. Um, mm, delicious. Extra wriggly. And uh, if I may say with with my parting words before we prepare the circus that storms can be beautiful and then I'm going to summon the image of a beautiful of a beautiful storm in the air. I summon a vision in the air. Okay. Um, he, he looks, um, shocked and a bit taken aback and, uh, he, he kind of, um, he kind of waves it away and he says, oh, listen, enough. Uh, I, I, I admit that, uh, these are, um, uh, amazing feats of fancy that you've performed here. Um, but, but that still doesn't excuse you. Uh, interrupting my my festival. This is this is a nearly yearly festival. This is a it's semi annual. It's a it, it's a it's a special occasion, and and it should be it should be treated as such, regardless of what the weather is like. And from this moment on, we shall treat it exactly as you have described. See that you do. Um, he he uh, glances over to you, Prince Paul, and he says, "And and please see that your subordinates uh, don't caper in the filth. Stop capering, subordinate. Uh, of course, sir." I feel like I should be slightly offended by that. You can decide to be offended if you want. 
Do I want to go up against the goblin? No. Well, also I'm human. I can pass that off. Um, how do you want to play this, Prince Paul? Uh, yeah, I, I, it's, I'm going to pretend to not know the meaning of the said word. <laughs> okay. Doesn't want me to play in the filth? I won't play in the filth. God, fine. Um, so he, he, uh, he turns away, he turns to you again, uh, Uncle Jane, he says, um, I, I, um, I would, I would suggest you, um, conclude making your preparations and, uh, perform, uh, you, you've What happened, Ed? You broke up a little. Sorry. Will you be attending the circus, Your Highness? Oh, I, uh, I suppose I, I might. Um, if you, uh, if you have a have special, uh, maybe a box seat set aside for very important personages. We have box seats for you, Your Highness. And those a boxiest of seats. Those flights of fancy I, I showed you before are merely a taste of what you what are, what is to come. Very well then. I I suppose uh, I could I could deign to grace you with my presence at your performance, provided that there is no more further capering from your underlings. Why I oughta. <laughs> Why, yeah, you ought to learn what those words are. <laughs> there will be no capering. I can promise you that. Picking up some... I'll show you capering. Say, pick up a ball of mud. <laughs> <laughs> um, he He turns... Uh, and and starts walking away. His uh, his fairy uh, courtiers uh, again. You know he he is just as drenched as anybody else. Uh, but no part of his his robes are in any way dirty. Um, the hem of his garment does not touch the ground. And he he starts walking away. Yeah, must be a king then. How could you tell? Not covered in shit. He hasn't got mud all over him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so about this time, Reginald, you're, you're, I guess you're just rejoining the group? Oh, I dare say. Was that the king? Yes, and he's coming to the show. Oh, that is quite a guest. Were you able to make nice with the storm? Uh, more or less, uh, she didn't kill me, so I take that as a good sign. Prince Paul is now uh, taking like a, a towel and wrapping it around him like a cape. That's what he meant. He didn't want me caping. Yeah, that's what he meant. I, I was thinking about what our show might be about. Uh, I was perhaps, definitely thinking something to include water. I, I was thinking perhaps uh, 
a tale of a, of a king who did not realize how blessed he was to have rains upon his lands. A bit on the nose, a but... King, uh, a king who <laughs> suddenly is faced with a drought. Hmm. But a, a little less subtle, maybe a little more subtlety with the, the you know, maybe a, a king of a de- de- desert land that doesn't have water or access to it. Oh, we could take the direct approach. A king of a desert land who is one day blessed when the rains come. And he soliloquizes, 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 uh, speaks about how uh, how he could be so lucky as to live in a land that is always blessed, not all, but is uh, often blessed by rain. Excellent. How, and how lucky those kingdoms are. Excellent. Let us make this show happen. Let's put it together. Also, perhaps we should start planning these slightly more ahead of time. I feel like we always wait until the very last minute and cut it awfully close. That's the way we do it. Oh, you're <laughs> right, of course. Find another circus. That's the, that's the way the Jersey League brothers roll. Uh, okay, yeah. So I guess we're going we're gonna to move on to... Oh, is Hilda around, or is she still... In the oh yeah, we also need to make sure Hilda's included in the circus. Well, not included, but able to see said circus. Um, so we're going to have to fix that hole in the sky. I will I will say if you if you guys um unless you have unless you have some more interactions with her, um She's she's probably not going to not going to come or not going to be able to come unless you specifically like move the circus out of the sunspot into into the rainy area. Um, We're gonna have to get permission from the king then, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe, uh, will we or can we just be like talk to the trading posts? There's like, hey guys, you know, you guys want to trade your stuff in the sunspots and let us put our tent here. I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them wouldn't be would be okay with us doing that. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, we that, just that. won't. We just won't offer the wheel guy a spot. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> except the wheel guy. Everybody except him. Fuck that guy. Um. Well, I'll I'll let you guys decide because I I feel like we're we're getting a little long here. Do you wanna do you wanna split the session and we can do a little bit more role playing before the show next time? Yeah, let's uh, split the session. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. Because otherwise we'll we'll just hand wave a bunch of it. Um. I, yeah. I, I kind of feel like. Um, maybe we should, we should call it that way. Maybe doll can come out of her, uh, wagon, uh, if, if Eric is, uh, around next time. And, uh, Oh, Uncle Jay will be so happy. Yeah, he will. Oh, and then I died. Bleh. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. Uh, oh, great. Imagine next time we play Ed's not available, but Eric is. That's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now, now we know what happened. Uncle Jay's yeah. dead again. No, I should have stayed dead. Oh, Uncle Jay, I heard you came back from the dead. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm dead.
All right. Um, and if you guys want, you can uh, again. This this game is uh, you know you you don't have to play it so altruistically. Uh, you don't you don't have to do necessarily what people want. You could figure out what they have to give you and uh, just angle for how do I get that. Um, if you want to help someone, you can help them. If you want to snub someone, you can specifically snub them. Uh, the choices are all up to you. So it's it's all a matter of uh, how you wanna how you wanna play it. Uh, You're saying so the choice many, is yours and yours alone. Yes. I'm all for getting as many people to watch the show as possible. Nice. Yeah. I'm also uh think the king is a real asshole. So I'm all for snubbing the king a bit. Same piece. Which is me. I I feel Reg, Reginald feels real bad about Hilda, so he wants to he genuinely wants to help her. Yeah, I kinda wanna help the Stormcloud too. I feel like that would be the better way to go. Um, all right. And maybe so, the king has something in his treasury that might be helpful in my thievery that I might be able to pick. Also, I'd much rather have a king mad at me than a storm. Yeah. Yeah. As as odd as that sounds. <laughs> there could be uh, uh, kind there of could be only one. There could be far-reaching ramifications uh, if yeah. you have a storm mad at you. You'll you'll never have a nice a nice day to perform ever again. Yep. <laughs> all right so we're gonna call it here uh yeah so i guess uh next time we'll find out uh what happens uh at the at the performance at the nearly yearly festival um so before we wrap do you guys have any thoughts comments suggestions questions anything you'd like to see more of or less of um or I liked it. will mm, yeah I mean, if he, if we can get Will to play, that would be you know I, I we we could add him. We just have to talk him into it. Or if you uh, want me to, or if you want me to just start working Will in as different NPCs, I can do that too. Isn't Will my narcissist? That's right, he is. You pu- you you published that book of dirty limericks about him. <laughs> oh yeah. Will the uh, Wal- Jersey, I fucking hate you. William the Walson, I think he's called. William the Walson. Uh, yeah, I, I'll definitely bring him in. Okay. We should, we should probably convince Will to actually play his car- himself one, just mad at Ed. It's <laughs> 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 drive-by Will cameo? Yes. Uh, I, by the, by the tenets of fairy law, I, I challenge you to a duel. Please, our whole show is a cameos by Will. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Tonight there was I, a cameo by Sarah's grandma. Yeah, there was. That's true. I just hope you remember to turn all the lights off. Yeah, me too. All right, and speaking of cameos by Will, does anyone have any final Will thoughts? No. <laughs> oh.